Hello, and welcome to the Simply and Fiercely Show, a podcast for women who want to clear their clutter and create space for freedom and joy. If your life keeps getting bigger, but not better, keep listening to learn about decluttering from the inside out. It's about creating a life that's aligned with your values and priorities, so you can have more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Jennifer, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. It's Jen here, and welcome to another episode of the Simply and Basely Show. Today, we're chatting about slow living. And I know this is something that I think is probably universally appealing at the moment. Life is busy and hectic for so many people. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone when I say that I have really been craving more of those feelings of slowness, those little pockets of life where where things just feel more peaceful and at ease. And so, yeah, I wanted to record an episode to chat about this because one thing that I've noticed in the past decade or so that I have been experimenting with minimalism and simple living is that quite often doing less and being less busy is not the solution. And what I mean by that is, yes, having less on your schedule less on your to-do list, et cetera. Of course, that's an important part of slow living, but it's not the only thing. So for example, think back, have you ever had one of those moments where you have a bit of free time for yourself? Maybe, Maybe it's a half hour before you have to pick up the kids from school, right? And you sit down to relax, to have a cup of tea, but you just can't fully turn off. You don't have anything that you need to be doing right at that moment. But on the inside, you still kind of feel busy and stressed as opposed to, you know, peaceful and at ease. So this is something that definitely happens to me. And again, I'm pretty sure I'm not alone there. So what this podcast is about is I just want to share a few things that have been helping me lately. These are some things that are not necessarily tips, right? If you're listening to this and you're expecting, you know, three tips on how to slow down and simplify, it's not kind of episode, but it's more of like a reflection. I've, I've gone ahead and titled this episode Reflections on Slow Living because it's really just me sharing some personal observations, some things that I've noticed recently that are really helping me tap into those pockets of joy. And they've been showing up in some fairly unexpected spots. So I just thought I'd share them with you. Okay. So first, I just want to backtrack a little bit and just let you know that one of my core values is lifelong learning. And the reason I'm sharing that and the reason I think that's important is that I think that sometimes when we are acting in alignment with our values, even if we're doing something, even if we're physically busy, we're not resting, it can create that feeling of slow living, if that makes sense. Just because we're really aligned with ourselves, you kind of get, up. you ever heard of, um, what's the saying, like when you're in flow and you may be busy doing something for a couple hours, but it feels slow and you feel really present. That's what I'm talking about here. And so for me, lifelong learning is part of that. When I'm doing something that's new, I really get that kind of flowy moment. So with that being said, about four months ago, I have created my own my own new source of flow, and that is my newfound love for gardening. Now, as some of you may know, I live in a very tiny high-rose apartment, so it's not exactly gardening in the traditional sense. I don't even have a balcony. I have this really weird space that my landlord says is a French balcony, 
basically I have big sliding windows, but then the balcony space is only like a foot, if even that. So I could put some little plants there. But anyway, um, yeah, anyway, the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel kind of silly calling it gardening, but I guess that's what it is. And I cannot tell you how rewarding this hobby has been for me. Again, you know, going back to what I said, lifelong learning is huge for me. So growing plants is perfect. Before a couple months ago, I always considered myself a bit of a black thumb, didn't know anything about plants. And yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing because I've become a bit obsessed. I've been spending a ridiculous amount of time reading about plants, watching videos, propagating them, taking care of them, probably <laughs> probably a little bit too much. But honestly, I cannot remember the last time that I have felt so present and it's been truly wonderful. Like even though I'm busy doing things, I really feel like when I'm caring for my plants that I'm experiencing what it feels like to embrace slow living. So <laughs> one of my morning habits, again, I'm laughing because this is something my husband makes fun of me for. But every morning I wake up, he very generously makes me a cup of coffee because I'm not generally a morning person. But since I've gotten my plants, I get my cup of coffee and I wander all around our teeny tiny house and check on all of my babies. And it's just so grounding. I just find myself noticing all of the little changes, things like new leaves popping up or just noticing how the leaves kind of shift to follow the sun. And I know this probably sounds really dorky for those of you who are not plant people, but overall, the whole experience has just reminded me that there's so much value in having a hobby that you truly enjoy. And for me, that's something I haven't had in a really long time. As some of you may know, in addition to this podcast, I have a blog. It's called Simply and Fiercely. And that actually used to be my hobby when I first started it back in 2015. But over the years, it has evolved. It's actually now my, my full-time job, Simply and Fiercely. The whole brand is my business. And while I still love my work, I love helping people declutter and helping people simplify. And I am so grateful that I have a job where I get to indulge in all of my passions. I will say that when I'm writing and creating for work, it feels different, right? Whereas my plants, when I'm dealing with them, it is really purely for joy. So, for example, I do grow a few herbs, but most of my plants are not edible. They are just simply beautiful, and I grow them purely for my own happiness, right? So, like, my kids, my husband, they may look at them and think they're beautiful, but I'm not doing it for them. It's not like a hobby I've started so that I can do something with my kids. It is purely for me. And again, I just want to reiterate how important that is because I think in today's world, it is so easy to feel like everything you do has to be productive or done for a reason. For example, until recently, I had really gotten into the habit of only reading nonfiction books. And yes, I told myself that I was doing it because I love learning, which is true. Um, but I also, if I'm completely honest, was starting to feel... Like I had to, if I was going to be sitting down, right, and spending an hour, two hours, or much longer, often if we're reading a book, right, that I had to be getting something out of it, I had to be learning something that then I could apply for my blog or my podcast or just to improve my business skills. And I actually got to the point where I was felt guilty about reading fiction, 
right? Reading just for the love of reading, which of course I'm saying this out loud and it feels kind of embarrassing and stupid um, because, you know, when I was younger and, you know, I still do, I just love reading for the joy of it. But I just talked myself out of it for so long, feeling like everything I had to read had to be productive. So I will just add here um, that one thing that has really helped me, if you haven't heard of it, is there's this amazing app called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. I'm probably really late to the party, but I'm just sharing it because I recently discovered it and it's amazing. It lets you, as long as you have a library card, you link your library card up on the app and it lets you check out books on your phone. And I know that might sound sacrilege to some people who really love holding the physical books, but I've got to be honest, I probably have a bad habit of scrolling too much on my phone lately. And so having books to read, actual novels on my phone has been brilliant in terms of sort of swapping a bad habit out and replacing it with a better habit. Okay, so um, that was just a little tip there. I just wanted to share it because I've been loving the app so much. And uh, yeah, just reminding everyone how important it is to do things purely for the joy of doing them. And to me, I think that is really what slow living feels like as opposed to doing nothing, which is what I used to think it felt like. Okay, so moving on to another reflection on slow living. There's something else that I've been doing lately that's been absolutely wonderful in terms of helping me feel more present and at ease in my life. And simply, I've been walking more. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, you can go back a few episodes. I recorded a whole episode about our decision to sell our car and go car free. And while we have, um, we did get an electric bike and we are using that a lot, I'm obviously walking more now that we don't have a car. And (laughs) again, this is one of the things, it's probably not mind-blowing, right? We all kind of know that walking more is good for us. Um, But for me, I think it's been especially impactful because as I said, I have this new gardening habit and I've suddenly become so much more aware of plants. (laughs) And so like every walk outside my house is not just a walk, it's like this eye-opening journey. I should say that um, I am really fortunate. I live in a mid-sized, mid-sized city, uh, Brisbane, Australia. So even though I live in an urban area, I'm in an inner suburb. It's not like living somewhere like New York. There's still lots of green areas. Plus, it is subtropical. So now that I started walking and paying more attention to plants, honestly, it's wild. It's like living in a botanical garden. Um, <laughs> people probably think I'm mad or something because I'm just walking down the street constantly and stopping to just inspect plants that are growing on the side of the road. But again, it's for myself. It's been so beautiful. It's one of those things that we all know that we should take more time to notice the beauty in everyday life. But I've really been doing it and it hasn't felt forced. It has felt just natural and it's been such a joy and it's really been helping me slow down. So again, I just wanted to share that with you. It has been so deeply satisfying on a soul level. And yeah, (laughs) these are just the random, by the way, this whole podcast is just the random thoughts also that have been going through my head lately when I've been on these walks. And I've been like, I really want to hop onto the podcast and just share them with you because they need to get out of my head. Okay. So um, the other one that I wanted to share is 
again, a direct result of me walking more. And quick side note, I didn't plan this, but I think it's really interesting how everything I'm sharing on this episode is kind of building on each other. So my new plant hobby is helping me feel more present while I'm walking. And now that I'm walking more, the third thing that I want to share is how I've been spending a lot more time interacting with the people in my community. I think, I guess, how do I put this? How that feels to you might really depend a lot on your upbringing, right? So for me, for example, since I've become an adult, since like my early 20s, I've really felt a lack of community. Like I haven't really known my neighbors. I kind of feel like in the past I would know my coworkers and I have friends. So that's kind of my community. But when I'm walking around town or just walking around my neighborhood, there's no sense of connection. And for some reference, um, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s in America. My grandparents had a small restaurant and I pretty much grew up inside the restaurant, which is inside a shopping center. So when I was a kid, I knew everybody in the shopping center. Back then, it was a lot more small businesses as opposed to big chain shops. And I feel I felt like the whole area was a community for me, where people would know us. Like if we got into trouble, you can be sure that someone would have dragged us back down to my grandparents to sort of tell us off. <laughs> but it was also like this really just lovely community feel that I feel like I haven't had in literally decades. But since I've been walking more, um, it's actually been really amazing. I didn't even realize, I guess, how many small businesses were around me, just going more to like local coffee shops or even businesses I'm not shopping at. There's this Thai restaurant around the corner. We go there sometimes, but obviously we can't eat out all the time. And they'll wave at us when we go by. They notice my kids. They say hi to them. Um, there's a corner shop below my house. And we've just, you know, made a friendship with the gentleman who owns it. And again, sometimes I'm not even sure about this episode. I feel like I'm sharing things that are probably so obvious to some people. But for me, I just feel like I've lost touch with some of these things. And just in the past few weeks, I've just really noticed them again and noticed how going back to basics and doing so many of the things that we kind of know we should be doing, you know, um, cultivating hobbies, making meaningful connections with people, slowing down enough to say hello. Nothing I'm saying here is like really new or mind-blowing, but I've just really been paying more attention to it in my life and feeling so different. So I guess that's why I wanted to hop on this episode and share it with you. I think that sometimes you've probably heard this idea that, you know, slow living has almost been commodified and it almost feels like sometimes we're trying to force it. Like I know that to me when I slow living can often feel like I'm trying to force myself to rest or force myself to do nothing and I struggle. Whereas in reality, slow living doesn't always mean like just sitting on your couch and having a cup of tea. Sometimes it's doing something um, that might even look like hard work, right? Like when I'm repotting 10 plants <laughs> and making a giant mess in the living room. Um, but it feels slow because it's just doing something that's for myself. And yeah, it just feels different. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to me ramble for a bit. I hope that some of these ideas inspire you to slow down in a way that feels aligned for you. And if you jo enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. Or if you'd like to leave a review, that would be amazing. 
Take care and chat soon. Thank you for listening to the Simply and Fiercely Show. If you want to learn more, you can download my free mindful decluttering guide and learn all the secrets that help me go from shopaholic to minimalist. All you need to do is visit simplyfiercely.com backslash free guide. That's all one word to get instant access. Until next time, thanks again.